Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. Today, we welcome Sean Patrick Flannery, who is the star of the upcoming film, Nefarious, which is premiering in theaters nationwide on April 14th. Sean, congratulations on the film. Thank you for being our guest. Tell us how the premiere went last night in Dallas. Uh, the, p- the premiere was cool. It was really cool. A lot of good, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of big names showed up. Uh, it, it, uh, and it was received really well, you know. I'm uh, I'm really tickled at the the results. It's uh, uh, a, a lot of people enjoyed it, you know. And, Did uh, you get a chance to sit in the audience with the people watching it and sort of take in the sort of feeling of what everybody was experiencing as they were watching this film? I did, and uh, you know, this was on one. You know, n- nowadays at theaters they have like twenty seats. The screen is is a, it's a bigger screen, but it's like what I would imagine. I don't know. Magic Johnson has in his living room. It's a big one, yeah, but it's yeah. not like a movie. You know, man, this premiere was in a 500 seat. I mean, the screen was the size of a football field. It was really <laughs> reminded me of old school Hollywood movie premieres. It was cool, man. It nice, was really, really cool. Nice. So tell us. I mean. Before we get into the role, how did the role of Edward Nefarious come your way? How did you get this part? Well, uh, the the writer and directors, they're Chuck and Carrie, a, a partner team. And I did a film with them in 2004 called The Insatiable. I love the script. I think they're two of the best writers in Hollywood, bar none. And I told them at the culmination of that film, I said, guys, I would do a Fruit Loops commercial with y'all. <laughs> and 15 years later... You know, a year and a half ago, they called and they said, Sean, we have a Fruit Loops commercial. And I said, put me in, coach. <laughs> uh, and they, they said, well, you know, read the script first. Uh, and so I read it and I immediately contacted him. I said, I'm down. I'm completely in. And then they said, uh, OK, well, we have one question to ask you. Who do you want? What character do you want to play? And I was a little shocked and taken aback. I said, I want to play Nefarious. Of course. Obviously. And he, and they said, uh, well, thank God, because we didn't know which one. And then we, we, we were off and running. And uh, it, it, uh, it, it's, you know, it, it's not lost on me that, you know, C-list actors don't always get an opportunity to do A-list scripts. This is an A-list script, man. And you it's, all- uh, they're, like I said, they are two of the best writers I have ever worked with. And no. uh, it, it, it's, it's nine times out of ten, you know, actors will tell you they change a line of dialogue to fit their, you know, their vernacular, their cadence of speech, man, there's hardly a syllable in this that I changed. That's how good they are. Well, that leads me to my next question because your monologues and your dialogue with Dr. James is so fast paced. I mean, it's just going at 60 miles per hour from the start. You were absolutely phenomenal. Uh, How did you prepare for just this type of role the split characters, the fast-paced dialogue, the monologues, and all that. You know, as as with every film I do, my research is usually contained between the title page and fade out. That's it. And 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 the better a project is written, the less homework you have to do. Um. So, you know, a lot of my what 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 an actor calls preparation is nothing more than me reading the script, you know, immersing myself in it and thinking about how I want to do it. Uh, the first time I ever did it was on the set. Um, but I, 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 I'm not a big, uh, 
you know, I'm not a method actor. Yeah. I, I, I don't, uh, I, 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 that character only lived between action and cut. Um, you know, it was easy to dispose of at night and go out for pizza with, with the cast and the crew. And, uh, so, so the, 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 the process was really contained in the script Nice. and it, when it's, when it's that well written, the, the characters kind of leap off the page and the, the script tells you how to do the character really. Awesome. Now, Dr. James Martin, who is uh, played by uh, uh, Jordan Belfi, did an amazing job himself. You guys really bounced off each other extremely well. Did you find working uh, with uh, Jordan to be made your job easier uh, in regards to you having to talk with him and uh, how great of a job he did portraying Dr. James? Uh, did he help? Did you guys get along really well? Uh, yes to every one of those questions. Uh, you know, one of my biggest concerns with doing this, because it really is uh, two people in a room, mm -hmm. um, was who's going to sit on the other side of the table. And thank God we got Jordan. I, 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 would, I wouldn't prefer to do it with anybody else sitting across the table from me. Um, he was a stellar actor. He was very giving. Uh, to rebound things off of, he he he, he he's a wonderful dance partner. Yes, and I, I'm yeah. I'm I'm privileged to have somebody that made it that easy. And I thought he was incredible in the role. I, he showed up, man. He really did. It, yeah, like I said, you two really the chemistry was phenomenal. Now you switch between Nefarious and Edward. Okay, you are demon. You proclaim to be a demon right off the bat when the doctor shows up. Now, for the Edward scenes, because it's the character of Edward is so dramatically different from Nefarious, Edward has a speech impediment. Uh, how did you want the audience to view Edward as opposed to Nefarious? I mean, the two totally different personalities. Well, you know, I, 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 I mean, again, not to go back to the script, but when you read the script, the character of Edward is a tortured soul who can't even fathom the fact that his body committed these crimes. Yeah. It, 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 he's, it, it doesn't process for him. And he's horrified at the prospect of dying, especially in an electric chair. And then you have the other character who is relishing the opportunity to watch, you know, the physical body die. Um, so re realistically, you know, in my head, everything comes back to who you are and your life experiences. That's, that's what I would feel like if I was under those life constraints and those specific situations and the line of dialogue kind of tells you what your character is, is feeling. And so I just did, uh, like at every role, you know, you, 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 you do what's true to you and you, and you hope the audience relates to it, but they were so precisely written. Yeah, that there's only one way I could deliver those lines for me. Maybe one, maybe two, for each character. They were so specifically written that uh, you know it wasn't a lot of design on my part. It, the, the, the writing was so spot on, and you feel that I kind of just showed up and said the words. You really feel for Edward in those scenes that we do get to see. Nefarious lets Edward come out to talk on how this guy. You feel so bad for him. 
He's been going through this for a very long time. He's doing stuff he doesn't want to do. This demon is torturing him and, and is enjoying every second of it. Now, Chuck and Carrie, the writers, directors, as you mentioned, wanted to leave a lot up to uh, viewer interpretation, which is great. One instance that really st sticks out to me is when James gives Nefarious permission to enter his body, but Nefarious can't, and it's not from a lack of trying. My interpretation of that is that James is being protected by someone or something. I don't know what, but something is protecting them. How do you interpret that scene? If you remove yourself from the role and just look at this as a fan, why can't Nefarious jump into uh, the doctor there? Well, see, a, a, a perspective. Um, you know, the, the, the next line is he goes, you're not very good. He goes, I'm patient. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in my, from my perspective, he did go in. He didn't make him do anything. He didn't even let him know he was there but he got a lot of information about his life. Oh, that's that's very interesting. I didn't think of it like that. I was memorized, mesmerized when Nefarious is recounting the story of man's creation. Not only man's creation, creation itself. Now, uh, I would imagine because that was just you, there was no back and forth. That was just you going on your own. A lot of lines, a lot of monologue. Uh, did you guys have to break it down? into sections or was that just one big long take no it's one big long take uh you know when, when, when we went to shoot this i was only in that room for eight days really so we were shooting yeah we were shooting you know up to 20 pages a day sometime um it, it was uh you know and look if if, if the, the the least i can do as an actor the very least is to show up and know the words. Yeah, that's the least I can do. So you know, it's a pain in the butt to have to memorize stuff like that, but it's it's very doable. You just have to do your homework. So uh, whenever whenever it came time and we were running out of a, a, a time because I mean we we actually got production shut down um, at one point and we had to consolidate the script. They said, you know, do you want to shoot past through Christmas? And I said, I can't. I got to go home to my family. Yeah. So we had to double up the days. And so then it turned into 15 pages of monologues and, but it's, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's normal homework. Yeah. You know, it's just it, memorization. It's it, doable. It sounds like long, hard days, but it, the, the rewards must be amazing. Now, every demonic possession movie that we as an audience have seen up until this point, it is a very mainstream that the demon never reveals his name. Okay. That is sort of flipped on his head in nefarious where right from the get-go, Nefarious says that a name is important. It has power, okay? What did you think of that aspect of the script and how they take what Hollywood has given us up until now and reversing it and giving us the name of the demon? Uh, what were your thoughts on that? Well, j just like my thoughts on all of their writing, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. e everything that, uh, you know, I think, you know, to... to as an actor, you have to kind of relate to a good guy if you're playing him, and you have to relate to a bad guy if you're playing him. And Nefarious's ability to break down and perform logic gymnastics is quite impressive. It is. And it is true. You know, words have power. Names have power. They tell everyone who you are. And it's, it's, it's incredibly important. And, uh, you know, his next line, when he refers to 
James Ansel Martin as a nickname. Yeah, it, it, it's quite clear that that rings true. Mm-hmm. Now, is uh, is that why he refers to Christ as the carpenter? He never mentions God or the devil or Satan. He refers to them as master and the enemy. Is it because of that same theory that names are power and nefarious? doesn't want to give his enemy any power by giving them a name. You know, the, 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 there's so many different theories and, and, and aspects to religion, but the word God holds a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, for example, there, there's some religions that have multiple gods. Yeah. So the, the, the name is not like John Williamson McHenry. Yeah. It's, uh, it's more a title that refers to the properties of a person yeah. or an entity. Um, so in, in, in my opinion, he withheld giving that entity that title because that get, that describes that entity as being that which no greater can be conceived. Okay. And for him, his own master is that which no greater can be conceived to him. Yeah. I, told now, I don't you. subscribe to that, but that's the way that I, wrapped my head around that yeah i could totally see that now even though nefarious is this cocky demon we do see a lot of not a lot but we do see some vulnerability in him do you see those as vulnerabilities or is that just another way for him to manipulate the current situation that he is in he's a master Uh, manipulator well both actually you know I, i i i think uh there are moments of vulnerability. I mean, I mean, if, if, if he knew absolutely this would go in his favor, the, the movie's over. Yeah. So he does have to steer James in a certain direction. And there are some unknowns. Now, he does pull it off. But uh, without vulnerability, the, 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 the movie, the credits would roll on, on minute five. Uh, now, going back to the writing and the script... The revelation that nefarious to James that he is going to commit three murders before this that session is over really heightened the level of anticipation early on in the film on how is he going to pull this off? How is he going to make this doctor commit three murders? And I thought the way that is portrayed and plays out was amazing. And I could see... You've already talked about the writing on how amazing it was. But regarding that aspect on how they blended in those three murders that Nefarious says are going to happen, what are your thoughts on that part of the story? I, you know, you know, I hate to beat a dead horse, but that's genius writing. It is. The minute you deliver that line, people's brain go to something completely different. Mm-hmm. They would never realize that like, oh, my God. Wow. And that 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 is revelatory when people see the film. There, it, it, it's it's a, a, a another level of, of of being clever in in script writing. And that is just so hard in today's because so much stuff has already been done. But to find a new concept and take something that is mainstream and turn it on its head and come up with this amazing story, uh, you can't give enough credit to the writers. I mean, you really can't. Just like you have, it's such an amazing unique story like i told you in my message to you this last weekend this is in my opinion one of your best performances to date if you had to pick one uh whether it was just the writing the timing your experience as an actor what made this all click for you to bring out such an amazing performance 
as Nefarious slash Edward. You know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm going to continue to beat the dead horse. It's, it's, uh, scripts like this are why you move out to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. They're why when you're young, you decide to move away from everything that you hold familiar and maybe find a roommate on Craigslist <laughs> in hopes of doing an episode of this, an episode of that, a procedural, uh, you know, your lines are states exhibit B. Uh, I move for dismissal. Yeah. You hope one day to get a role, maybe one in a career, a role like this. And I was, I, I was lucky enough to get to get this role. And you know, I have I have three of those that I feel that way about. You know, it, it's a, I, I'm very proud of the film Powder. Mm -hmm. I'm fr proud of the film Born a Champion, and I'm I'm proud of Nefarious. I, I had an opportunity to do. You know, you know, three that that as as an actor, yeah. the artistic component, something to to, to you know that, that requires a little bit of heavy lifting. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. Sean, I want to thank you so much. In my opinion, I think Nefarious is at the very least going to be in the top five horror movies thrillers of 2023. At the very least, it's going to be one of I the top five it. movies. You did an amazing job. I really urge everybody out there, it premieres April 14th in theaters nationwide. Please go check out this film. It, it it really just flips everything on its head. It's an amazing story. Sean does an amazing job. Jordan does an amazing job. The writing, directing, the acting is all spot on. Sean, thank you so much. I want to thank our audience, those of you who are tuning in live and those of you who will be watching this later on. On behalf of Sean Patrick Flannery, the star of Nefarious, and myself, Stay safe and stay walking. Bye, everybody.